Hi, this is Margot Kelly with Political Commentaries. It's October 5th, 2020, and I'm podcasting today about the Political Commentaries comments. My political commentary is on that, or the lack of comments, to be more precise. So the question Como asked Fossey was, why can you shed some light on these new drugs that President Trump was privy to? Were they so outstanding that this is the reason he's had such a positive recovery? And Fossey speculated on that. Well, you know, I, you know, it's hard to say. They haven't reached, you know, the point where they've been approved, yada, yada, yada. So there's like speculation. He's like, well, maybe he might have just been one of the people anyways that would have had a positive response. And then Cuomo was like, come on, he's in his 70s. Like, what? And so he's like, well, you know, I, you know, these, the drugs and he had so many, whatever, that's a cocktail of them. It's hard to say because in science, to have a correlation, you can't have all the other variables in there, right? So it is hard to say when you're looking at it from a drug perspective. If I give you five drugs and you respond to one of them, how am I to know which one of the five you had? Fair. Okay. Now we're going to talk real world, right? All right. Here's real world. In the real world, let's say that the absolute best cocktail of drugs, exactly what Trump was receiving, exactly as he did. Let's do that. Imagine a world where everybody gets that, okay? Now, backwards a little bit to the time when you wake up. Is this you? Hey, honey, when you bring the coffee down, could you bring me one of those uh, COVID tests, please? And then Maybe uh, bring me a backup in case, because uh, I don't plan on wearing a mask later, and I'm probably going to want to take another test late afternoon just in case. Thanks. Is that you? Is that your story? Or perhaps you're single, and you woke up and said, oh, where did I place my last test? Okay. Uh, here it is. I got that packed up and ready to go off with my no mask I go. All right. So is that you? I don't think so. So what's more likely? You wake up, you have a cup of coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, if you're not, you're a, whatever you do. No test. It's no test. No test. I repeat, no test. How are you feeling today? Fine. No, no problem. No symptoms. Oh, what do you do when you feel perfectly fine? You carry about your life as though you're perfectly fine. But there are this, depending on where you are, if you're in a rally where Trump is, you carry about your life as if you're perfectly fine, even though you might be carrying COVID asymptomatic and infecting everybody around you because they've all agreed that they don't really give a shit. If you get them sick, it's not of their concern, nor do they care if they get you sick. It's kind of like a cult suicidal pact you all made so that you could be in the presence of your cult leader, right? But pretend you're not, you know, a maladjusted cult member of Trump's and you just go off into the world. You bring your mask primarily because there's guidelines. Stores are saying, no, you can't come in without a mask. Some of you are flowing, you're failing yourself on the floor, kicking and screaming and throwing temper tantrums and then getting kicked out. But the majority of people are respectfully wearing their masks because, you know, weird thing is they don't feel compelled to get people sick in case they have it and they don't feel compelled to get sick. Funny thing. 
what intelligence does for a person in terms of their choices and their behaviors. All right, so in the real world, you go off and you do what you do. And you don't go say, I'm having a party, having a rally, everybody's allowed to come on over to my house. And by the way, masks and social distancing is all, um, you know, if you feel like it, if you don't, it's not, you know, whatever, it's cool. But I, just real quick thing, I, when you get to the door before you can come in, whether you wear a mask or not, that's not the question, but you do need to sign this waiver here um, that I will not be held responsible for not following the norms to not have massive gatherings and providing, you know, making sure that everybody has the, wears the mask and social distance and you won't hold me accountable if you kill somebody or die yourself or just get sick. Okay, fair, fair. Come on in and put yourself and loved ones at risk. All right. Look, what's happening now is this. There is a mass effort to politicize Trump's coronavirus. And what he's trying to do is mislead yet again the American people to give him a false sense of security. I've already heard him do it. Now, he wanted to lie to you, and some of you are outraged. And some of you are like, okay, that's cool. He just didn't want me to panic. Like, his doctors didn't want you to panic when he fell short and needed oxygen. It's another way of just going along with the absolute justification to misrepresent the truth, which is called lying or selective you know, selective uh, revealing or whatever. What happened for this president is not what's going to happen to you and I. And so don't get, don't get it twisted, guys. You're not going to wake up and now you got your test and, you know, you're like, okay, that was a scenario. You wake up and you feel fine, right? You're going to go off to work or whatever. Now you wake up. In real world, what happens? You wake up, you have a headache. Well, first thing I do when I had it is think, oh, am I having a caffeine withdrawal? What's going on? So you don't have a temperature. You take your temperature. You don't have a temperature. You immediately think you don't have COVID because you're not that informed to know that you can't even have tests without a temperature. So um, you think, okay, well, that must be because people that have it have to have a temperature. And that actually is false information. So you have a little headache. You're sick. You don't think much of it. You just think you have a headache. You know, you've been getting headaches your whole life. You don't attribute it to coronavirus. So you probably go off to work infected, not thinking that anything's wrong. Then as the day progresses, you might feel a little bit tired and think, well, this headache feels more than a headache. I'm tired. I'm feeling a little weak. Maybe you start to cough a little or you get the chills or maybe you just feel a little feverish and you take your fever now. So then you're like, hmm. I feel like I'm coming down with something. What might I be coming down with? You've already infected everybody that you, you know, well, not necessarily, because let's assume that you're not in an open place without masks. Let's assume you're, you know, an essential worker or your job place of work is making you, you know, provide you with a safe measure so that you can't pass it to everybody. Okay, let's go that route. So now you're just, now you're infected, but there's a good chance that your hands weren't in gloves and you infected areas that you touched. And then other people came 
and, and and maybe touch the areas that you may have coughed and covered your mouth or whatever and then you put your hand down and that those germs are there and they pick up those germs and next thing you know it even though you're wearing a mask you didn't exercise 24 7 hand sanitation before you scratch your eye or rub your face or nose or whatever so you get somebody sick now you're thinking I might be sick I should probably go get a test somewhere what, where would I make that happen from and then you do your research to try to figure out how do you get a test and find that and you like okay, gotta go stand in a very big long line to make that happen and then you don't they don't go hang on we'll be right back with your results that doesn't happen so you go back into the world waiting for results which have been taken to I don't know what they're at now, but they used to be two weeks, maybe they're a week, however, however long they are. And then you get your results when you do, right? Not like President Trump in an hour, okay? Um, so, it's just not the same scenario. The reason why 200,000 people died, and especially those who were older, is because when they went, um, sweetheart, call the, uh, get the helicopter here, I'm feeling shortness of breath the helicopter didn't come a calling and they ended up not being flown to their private little suite in the hospital with an entourage of doctors with medicine that is not even available to everybody so but let's assume the medicine was available to everybody. Now we have to assume that the helicopter didn't. They got tested every day. Within an hour, they got the results, and then they were there on top of it. So when President Trump was shortness of breath, he was there pronto. That's the story of President Trump. It's not the story of every single American. Every single American story is they're going to not have tests when they walk into their living room. And then when they want the results after they've already been exasperated with this because they didn't get tested when they each and every day, the virus is already taking root into that person's body for several, several days before they ever even get notification that they have COVID. And when they get shortness of breath, by the time they get to a hospital and seen, they are already to be intubated and and put in a coma because they're about to die. That's why time is of the what? Essence. And that's the reality. That Trump is going to try to misrepresent. And those people who don't think along the lines of, say, common sense, or those news people who aren't asking those questions or pointing out that that's something that makes a fundamentally very different situation as to why somebody will or will not survive this if they have all things being equal like if 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 i had the exact same symptoms as trump the exact same ones and never made my way uh through a test to find out and get on top of it right smack dab and that second that day and then i could be helicoptered when i got shortness of breath into that then i probably would survive like he did that's not what's going to happen to you when you get it. That's the point. Got it? Good. So reality is since the very onset, when you're a malignant narcissist, the, the, the purpose of that is to get what you want 
at the expense of as many lives as it takes. It doesn't really matter because their their thought processes is very much like the Trump supporters. Their the Trump supporters' thought processes sort of shut down at I love you, Trump 2020, and that's where it ends. <laughs> like he's a good guy. What about Biden? I mean, like they—they—they're talking points that Fox and friends give them. They spew out. They—they're completely random. Don't even make sense. To—they're not even pertinent to the to, to the present day crisis or 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 a circus show or you know the, theatrical, you know, a photo op. You know, when, when president said, "I get it now. I've been schooled, and I get it. I, I just get it," and then goes out and infects his. Um, puts them at risk for getting infected his secret service agent for a photo op because <laughs> remember the last time he did a photo op because he cared so much about the american people he had the militia on site i want you to go out there tear gas them move these mothers out of my yard and use force don't be nice get them out that'll teach them the protest in my front yard remember that and uh, what can i do to make this happen somebody have a bible give it to me. I'm going to go take a picture of me holding a Bible so that the militia can assault my the American peaceful protesters because I want to show them who's boss. I didn't invite you here. I don't want you here. Go on, get out. Oh, you're not getting out voluntarily? Well, we will do that by force. And guess what happened to all those militia people that were on video for um, in, shooting bullets, uh, rubber bullets at innocent protesters. And, and guess what happened when they tear gassed them and shoved them, took batons through a 75 year old man. Guess what happened? Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened because they took their orders from Trump. Who's going to punish them? They're going to say, president Trump made us do it. They told us to do it. Just use force. Don't be nice. And then, like a good little Hitler soldier, we obey. We don't have our own minds of our own. We surrendered them to Trump or Hitler or whoever they take their orders from. Okay? So that's why we live in a very dangerous world right now. The people like Vice uh, uh, President Pence, he's not a moron. He's not. He's a sycophant. He's a pussy, and he can't speak up against Trump. So as a bona fide pussy would, he would just go ahead and be willing to not wear a mask to appease his boss. He never thought it is even possible to form the letter N and the letter O together when questioned by Trump or when Trump made a statement to just say no. Not a hard, it's such a short word. No. All you have to do, Lindsay, Mitch, Pence, Romney, whoever, everybody, is say no. I say Romney because I'm throwing you in there because you disappointed me. You had my respect for one hot second and then you lost it when you uh, were voting to appoint this um, justice a, a while we're weeks away from hearing what the people want after that big production 
a big production you all gathered behind stating why you were going to block Obama because you all wanted, you felt in an election year nine months out that everybody's voice of the American people should be able to vote in what they want. But now you don't give a shit about the American people. So guess what? We don't give a shit about you anymore. Out, out the door, all of you. Every one of these Republican senators who's going to vote, those who are too sick right now to vote, when they come back, anyone. You know, God gave you COVID once, he can give it to you again. Don't, 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 don't get too confident. You're doing the wrong thing when, when you argue that the American people should be able to have a say-so and then you deny them the ability to do so. And because of that, you're, you're, you're garbage in my view. All right. Having um, just gone off on that for a second, back to my point. My point is this. For you who are going to be um, partaking in the Kool-Aid that they're serving at the White House and at the Fox and Not Our Friends, I ask that you hear what I'm about to say. You are not the president of the United States or his cabinet. You're not going to be tested when you wake up. You're not going to have that kind of time frame. You're not going to be helicoptered out just in case or when you start to feel somewhat short of breath. You're not even going to know the results of what happened to you in the time frame that he got out of the hospital. Okay? So don't get it twisted. Don't listen to that. And don't get another sense of false security because I care about you, but I care about me and those I care about even more. And I don't want your stupidity to endanger myself and my loved ones or the innocent people who are doing their part to not to not throw themselves in rallies and things like that. So I want you to stop and think. It's a novel concept, thinking. Use logic and reason. And when President Trump says something, don't take him at his word because he's a known liar. And if you don't know that, you're just plain so gone, there's no point. And just recognize that if the 14 people in at the garden party they shouldn't have been having in the first place is, you know, isn't proof that this is highly contagious and still in the middle of a pandemic, which is, you know, if you want to pretend that didn't just happen, maybe that whole thing was hoaxed too. Maybe all of them don't have it. Please don't go there. Don't enough of the conspiracies. This is real. It's happening now. People are dying and people aren't getting tested and they're not getting tested because President Trump wanted them to slow it down and testing is not made available. And yet we're going to be mass efforts to open up the, the uh, states and cities and schools and all these things. So that's why you're seeing the rise like you are in the White House um, because not everybody is able to contain this social distancing and even with masks and social distancing, still, if you don't wash your hands, and I'm not even good on t- staying on top of that every two seconds, if you don't um, be on top of all these things and people that come into your home or whose homes you go into, even social distancing, you don't know what you touch and what's got germs and what you when you scratch your eye or whatever. 
is just a lot. There's a lot. And, and so, you know, since it is a crapshoot, will you get, will you get it? When you get it, will you have symptoms? Will you not? Will they be mild? Will they be severe? Will you die? Will you won't? All those things are variables that's not worth gambling about. Okay. So while Trump's going to mislead you, I'm asking you to not be misled. And I'm asking you to protest against the rallies of people in your city when he comes there, whether you're a Republican or, or independent or Democrat, you don't have to have a rally. He can turn on the TV any day of the week. He's been campaigning since the day he became in office using every opportunity. He has, there's no need, zero need to force people that are stupid, not force them, but they, you know, they're, they're, they're the cult, the cult are stupid and the cult are going to go for the entertainment value to listen to this man trash talk um, more than 50% of the Americans from his bigotry, from dem hate he pushes and from his fear mongering and all the things that he rides his campaign on for those who are easily seduced into believing a bunch of bullshit. So maybe you might live in a community where you would prefer it to be contained, the coronavirus. Maybe you're a Republican, right? Maybe you're a Republican who still, even though you're a Republican, you don't want the moronic idiots that are in your party to go to a rally because this guy's there packing people like sardines by the thousands and then they're coming back into your communities with those that you care about. So I would ask you to write your senators, write your governor and get people together if you could and encourage people to not support that derelict, irresponsible and manslaughter move to intentionally go in a pandemic knowing that you kill people by virtue of your very breath alone. Okay. So not wearing masks, even though they're willing to drink Kool-Aid and kill themselves, I will add suicide is not legal. So stop going to these things, infect it, infecting everybody else and spreading this because that's what, that's actually what happens. Not those people that come in, they're not tested. Okay. None of them are. So like, like a president's, uh, president Trump or his wife or, uh, whoever's got it that had mild symptoms or even those who had no symptoms, like Kaylee says, she has no symptoms, but she has it. She'd go to the rally, right? She'd be at the rally, spreading it to everybody else who who actually wasn't sick, but now they will be sick because, you know, they're not wearing masks. So that's my that's my message. Um, be prepared to politicize this to try to say, don't be scared, go on out. But just let this be a reminder that that's an overt attempt to mislead you, misrepresent like his doctors did, like the White House does, like the Republican senators do. And this isn't any different. It's just that it is actually life and death. All right. That's my message. Be safe, guys. Till the next uh, saga, the next world turns, the next stupid circus act, the next absolutely reckless or uh, stunning news that comes to us. Uh, you can find me at Simply Marvelous on Twitter. And uh, yeah, be good. Bye. Okay.